Hello and welcome once again to Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic. I will be your guide to all things metaphysical. I hope everyone's doing well now that we're headed out of Mercury being in retrograde. It's a really good time to start projects and get motivated. It will be a time of abundance. So anything you've been working towards right now should be coming to fruition. That said, a lot of times it really does depend how much effort and energy you put into a project as to what you're going to get out of it. The more energy you spend being positive about something, the more likely it is that you're going to receive what you're trying to get out of it. So, I mean, it's cliche, but the secret, it was very basic, the book, but it was actually very much the way that life should work for you. And again, yes, you can read it. Yes, you can think it. Yes, you can say it every day, but if you're not actually feeling it, then you're not vibrating at the right level in order to attract your blessings, right? So it really is all about energy. It's about hiring your energy to a place where that constant feeling is one of positivity and therefore you can attract more stuff in. Now that's not always easy because we are human and we're having some really bad human experiences as a collective lately with the pandemic and mass shootings and wars but the truth of the matter is the only thing you can control is your reaction to what's going on and sometimes banging a couple of pans in order to make yourself feel better go ahead but at the end of the day what's really what you can really control is what's going on in your life and to do that you really need to pull your energy back in you need to focus on what it is you're working towards and hopefully there'll be a ripple effect when your energy starts to get better for those people around you and you know they do that six degrees of kevin bacon and everybody's about six degrees of separation from somebody well the truth of the matter is that means it's only six touch points in order to spread the love so if you can vibrate higher, you can attract more and life will be a little bit easier. I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do because I have tried it myself. Um, but I think that when you are consistent with it, it's absolutely doable. And I do think it can change your life if only because your perspective changes. And when your perspective changes and you're sitting in a place of gratitude instead of a place of need, that shifts your perspective so that you appreciate everything you've got instead of being sad about the things you don't and that in and of itself can make your life easier so i'm actually doing some gratitude work in a journal right now and it's quite often something that i tell my clients to do is buy a journal and every day write the things you're grateful for and there are days where it's really tough to kind of think of what can I be grateful for today. But then there's the basics. This morning I woke up. This morning I was able to get out of bed. This morning I took a shower. I cleaned my teeth. I'm grateful I was able to walk down the stairs. I'm really grateful I could have a cup of tea. I was grateful that I had a decent breakfast. I was grateful my puppy wanted to spend time with me. You can do a gratitude journal 
and it can start to change your life. And it changes your life because it shifts your perspective. When you shift your perspective, your energy gets higher and higher until you're attracting the things that you really want to be grateful for. But when you start small with the little things, you can watch it build. And quite often we don't actually see the results until they're already here. We have a little bit dribble in here, a little bit that will dribble in there. But your gratitude will just continue to make things grow and make things expand. Now that said, lately I have been trying to expand my repertoire because I do a lot of psychic counseling. I do a lot of psychic readings. I love to use my crystals in readings. I generally set up a lovely little grid, a crystal grid. And when somebody sits with me, I will look at the grid and I will notice which of my stones decided they wanted to be seen with that patient and so I always know if it's like garnet heavy then we're dealing with root chakra things I know when my ametrine comes out it's usually a spiritual healer themselves I know when I have moonstone amethyst as a really heavy influence with maybe some amazonite that then the person I'm dealing with is an empath and potentially somebody who could do healing work themselves in order to make a career. And I just find it absolutely fascinating how these stones talk to me. Because even though they're the same stones, they come out in a different order every time. They are completely different setups for each person I see and they tell me something different about the person. You would think that it would all be kind of linked together and be the same but there's always a difference and there will be something like my Labradite. It doesn't come out very often but when it does I know somebody's got cloudy vision and an inability to speak clearly, to communicate clearly. So Labradite for me is one of the big ones. When that comes out, I know what we're working with. I know we're looking at, and it does depend, honestly, whether it's going to be not being able to see clearly or not being able to speak clearly. I'll know that either from the amount of amethyst that comes out, which is seeing, or the amount of aquamarine or sodalite or lapis that comes out which relates to the throat so it's either someone unable to see clearly or someone able to speak clearly and I kind of use that divination tool of crystals in a quite unique way and I didn't even realize that's what I was doing for a really long time I just always set out a nice little grid it was whatever I felt I never really follow any kind of rules with it I just get out whatever I'm feeling and then somebody asked me well what does this mean what does it say to you and I'm like well I took a look at it and I was like oh my god it says a b c and d and when I sat with my person a, B, C, and D was exactly what they were going through. And I was like, oh, all this time I've been playing with these stones and I never actually realized just how helpful they can be. So what I'm trying to say here is there is a lot of things in life we can use for divination. 
we can use crystals we can use crystal balls we can use regular card deck you know i once went to a to a psychic way back when in myrtle beach who was the seventh son of a seventh son and um that was very important for him to tell me and he used a regular old card deck in order to do my reading and i was absolutely fascinated now i'm not going to lie and pretend that i know how to read those kinds of cards because i just don't i do cards um generally in my readings towards the end because they usually give confirmation of exactly what we've already divined from spirit and it gives somebody something substantial that they can take with them and then say oh here's a picture of what what my reading was about and it's a nice little reminder so that they have they have something that they can see they can feel they can touch it just makes it feel more real to them it's also really helpful in confirming the messages that I'm getting. Now, lately, for psychic messages, and this psychicness is a process and it evolves over time. Lately, for psychic messages, honestly, dead people, not so much lately they're kind of standoffish at the moment i get a lot more guides coming in with a lot more direction instead of just people stopping by to say hi i'm here on the other side and i love you which is great i kind of love when i do get those hits that there's no way i could know something and it's absolutely just a hundred percent the person that they're waiting to hear from though and i kind of have been missing that last couple of readings again i don't decide what comes through in a reading the universe does so i am very open to whatever it is the universe says the person in front of me is going to need um I just follow the universe's lead and wherever the conversation goes is where it's going to go and I'm just going to allow the process and I'm not going to judge the process because as soon as I start judging the process my ego is getting involved and I'm no longer doing spiritual work I'm doing Michelle work and that's not what I'm there for I like to explain being a psychic as being a telephone in that a telephone is your connection between you and the other side it's the one conduit that can transfer the message from one area into the other area so it's not for me to sit there and try and translate although sometimes I do because what I get is very much connected a lot of times to me growing up in England and I have to then put on the American filter and say oh which for an American would mean A B C or D and there are other times I won't even try and filter it I'll just be like okay so what I'm seeing is A B C or D and this is your message it's for you to interpret but that's what they're saying and usually honestly if I let other people interpret they get it right away and I'm struggling for ages and that just takes away from the reading I'd much rather just say what I'm getting be as open as I can and allow whatever's coming through to come through now when I start with the crystals 
I find that it really does, it's kind of like dialing the phone for me. It gets me clued into the energy of the person. And so this new tool that I'm using, these crystals, is really kind of opened a whole new avenue for me. And I've loved working with crystals for so many years, I can't even tell you. Like before I even understood what crystals were, I always used to like want them. I didn't understand that certain things could be held for different things. I didn't understand that, that if you combine them in a certain way, you're actually bringing a certain energy in. And you know, my rule of thumb when it comes to crystals is some people will tell you there's all these books written websites. They'll tell you, oh, you can't use this crystal with this crystal. Now, my rule of thumb is I can use anything I want with anything I want as long as the universe is telling me so. Now, certain combinations will work for me, but they might not work for you. It's about finding your own way. Everything spiritual is about finding what works for you. It's not about following somebody else's dictates. It's not following somebody else's dogma. If you are on a spiritual path, you are looking for what will work for you. No one else. We don't need other people's opinions on exactly how to live our spiritual life. Our spiritual life is about us. It's about our insides. It's about our healing. It's about our way of life. And, you know, yeah, there's a lot of different, different denominations of similar religions. There's a lot of different religions. And I would say this, religion in and of itself was brought in by man to control man. But a spiritual practice is by you to control yourself. So in a world full of I need freedom, personal worship is one of the best ways to get that freedom. And listening to other people who interpret through their own lens as to what is good and what is bad, when they have a very narrow lens, is not productive for your growth. And that's why you find a lot of people in these dogmas are very closed-minded they lack compassion or understanding because if you don't follow their way then you're not good enough and they're likely to kind of reject you um it happens to me honestly it's not it's not always nice um when somebody is very blunt with you but you know i'm me so i just respect the bluntness and i go well that's okay i'm not trying to talk you into believing the way i do i'm okay with you having your own path i can respect you having your own path maybe you should try that because my path is mine it's about my life experience it's about what i've learned and i can share all the stories i have about what I've learned through doing and living this path. But it's not going to change the way you live yours. It may influence you to try something new. It may influence you to think a little bit differently. But it's not going to change you. And honestly, I don't want that level of power. I don't want 
to create a cult or a religion where everybody has to do it my way. I would much rather embrace everybody finding their own path and being happy. Like that would be the ultimate. So when I say to you, oh, well, this is what they mean to me when I'm talking about crystals, that's because that's what they mean to me. And maybe you have a different interpretation. You know, some people, they see yellow and they think friend. Some people see yellow and they think happy. Some people see red and they think danger. Some people see red and they think hot. All of these things are for personal interpretation. And if we could put down our guards and the idea that we have to be right all the time, I'm not right. I'm just following my personal path. And that's okay for me because it's what I'm supposed to be doing in my belief system. So divination, yeah, I use, I use the crystals a lot. I kind of love them now. I kind of love how they work for me in the unique way that I read them. Um, you know, I have cards. I have a lot of oracle cards. My personal favorites at the moment are my goddess deck. Well, they're always my personal favorites, but I also have some Alice in Wonderland ones and they are the bomb. I absolutely love them. I think they're so pretty. I got some dragon ones. Those are cool. I got some witch ones that tell you what to meditate and how to do a spell each day. So it's like just pick one a day and that will tell you stuff. Um, I have a moon deck and honestly, those ones take me a little time because I have to keep looking it up and I can only fit so much information in my mind. I cannot... I cannot possibly be responsible for sitting there and actually having to remember every little thing. But, you know, I think it's fascinating. And most recently, I actually got some tarot cards. And I absolutely love them. They have all the words written on them, which is like a little cheat sheet for me. So I don't have to try and remember anything. And I think that's like the best thing ever. And so when I started to read tarot cards, I know already because a lot of people would know there's 78 cards in the deck and they are broken down into two subsections. There's the major arcana, which are 22 cards and minor arcana, which is the 56. The major are usually about significant life events, like something on a big scale that's going to change your life. The minor are more day-to-day. So we've got the big events and we've got the day-to-day and what you're dealing with. And of the minor arcana, there are four suits. um, And those four suits have They have the numbers one through 10, and then the page, the knight, the king, and the queen. And yes, I put the queen as the top because I'm me. So one of those is the pentacles or the coin cards. 
and usually that's about the physical and material world usually about career and you know it can it can indicate emotional levels and spirituality levels of success and prosperity ones generally is more spiritual and well of course they would be their ones right uh, it's about the energy of movement it's about new beginnings ones represent when you have a spark of an idea and the follow-through and your sense of purpose so it's like going to be about money but it's going to be about your actual purpose and how you're going to do that and then cups are emotions because of course you put water into the cups and liquids so that's all about emotions and the soul because our emotions our soul our energy our vibration those all connect so it's about your emotional well-being and then the last one is the swords and they're usually conflict which you know no shock there either and they cut to the heart of the matter letting you know what you are facing is it an illness is it a loss is it death but it's also can make you face things that you don't really want to face yet but you're going to anyways my thing with tarot cards is this look at the pictures and look at the smallest details and when you're reading them yes there are set meanings for each card but if you follow your intuition and read them your own way the chances are that reading will be more accurate simply because you have leaned into your intuition than any number of different books that can tell you the actual meanings on the cards you can know the basics right we can know the basics those are the basics but then you look at the one where the girl is lying and she's got all of these swords in her back well it's pretty self-explanatory right and i just want to remind you the fool is usually the first one and it's because he's starting a journey right and death because this is the other big one that a lot of people uh, worry about oh god you're going to do my tarot cards what if i get death well death does not mean the end of your life death means a new beginning it means it's the end of one chapter and the beginning of another if you can stop being quite so literal with the tarot deck they will tell you what you need to know and they are very effective and I absolutely love my new deck. I'm so pleased with it. And I really enjoy doing quick little 10, 15 minute readings with them because they are so effective and people love them so much. But I absolutely love my Oracle cards too because I literally just look at them and I know what they're trying to tell my person. And I find them to be just one of the easier ways to do communication they're one of the easier ways if you need to meditate and you don't know what about just pull a card okay and if you don't have your cards but you do have the book that came with them flip the card flip the book open 
whichever card it lands on that's the one you're supposed to be using that's just my fast forward for the day if i don't feel like getting all my cards out i can just get one of the books open it and i know whatever i'm reading on that page is going to be what i need to be dealing with what i need to be investing in what how i need to be doing it so anyways that's my quick tips on tarot I've really enjoyed this episode on divination and I hope you have too. I hope everyone is staying safe and well. I am sending you all many blessings. If you want an appointment with me, you can contact Tribe With Roots. Again, that website's Tribe With Roots to have an appointment with yours truly. I look forward to hearing from you. Sending you many blessings.